Hey, it's Aidan here. Just before we get into today's episode, I wanted to let you know about something new. It's called the Magician's Business Group. We've just opened up a Facebook group designed to help you guys as entertainers grow and improve your entertainment business. So if that is you, if you are an entertainer that wants help growing and improving your entertainment business, just head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash group and the magic of the internet will take you right there. Or if you're like me, have the Facebook app on your phone, open it up and search for the Magician's Business Group and you'll go straight there. Anyways, back to the episode. You see, value is one of those really interesting words. We hear it everywhere. What is value? Well, like, add more value. Oh, you can up your fee if you add more value. Or you should find a way to upsell and add more value or be more valuable to your clients. Nine times out of ten, no one really explains what that means. Like we can add more value to our shows and we can add more value to us, but how do we actually do that? What does that actually look like? And that's what we're going to sort of talk about today in this little bonus Just the Tip episode of the TSM podcast. Now, if you're new here, my name is Aidan O'Sullivan and I'm joined by my very good friend and co-host, Mr. Ashley Green. Hello. There we go. So let's let's just jump straight into this, Ashley. What what does value actually mean? Yeah, you know, this reminds me specifically. I was chatting with a uh, a entertainer the other day, and we was we was on the similar lines. We was basically talking about this whole kind of value stuff without actually mentioning the word. And they was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I do? Um, I do these tricks, and maybe I can make my shows better by uh, making the tricks better, maybe more engaging with the people. I can add some fancy lights, some music's in, but. Yeah, people get caught in that production value and and the the trick side of it, but it goes far more deeper than that. Like value, it's the benefit to the customer, the consumer, the person who is actually, I guess, booking the services at the end of the day, or maybe coming to your theatre show. What are you actually doing? And I remember saying this to them, and I said, oh, take a step back. What is the actual thing? Where is the real value here? And I'll run you through a simple example to break this down, like how I actually pitch this um, nowadays when I do my corporate online shows. Rather than saying, yeah, yeah, I do these really cool, engaging tricks, which will be fun for the staff. That's, that's not where my value is, is it? It's just a thing that I'm doing. This is exactly how I pitch to a client. I say, yeah, yeah, silly little magic tricks aside, silly little, like, car tricks and pulling bunnies out of that. Let's just forget about that a second. What I'm really here for, what I'm really here for your event, over the next 45 minutes, you have me in the middle of your conference. I am here to do one thing, and that is cure Zoom fatigue. I know that when people come to a conference, they're going to be, oh, drained, watching a screen all day. I'm here to re-energize people, re-engage people, get people excited in a better mood so that they can fully participate, absorb the information at the rest of the conference better. And it also means that if I round up at a show at the end of the day, it's a great opportunity for you to send that feedback form because they finished, they've finished, they finished the day on a high and now you grab them so that they can submit better reviews and testimonials for you. You see what I've done there, Aiden? I've outlined it now. This is my pitch to the client. I've said, this is the actual value I do. Like, it's not the silly little tricks. It's the added additional stuff. But that comes with, I guess, maybe knowing knowing the actual type of gigs that you do, knowing where you want to perform, and knowing your product inside and out so that you can really share that with, with the customer and consumer. 
you know, I think it actually goes even further than that. And I think rather than focusing on just your product and making your product more valuable and, and really seeing the true value of what it is that you're doing, because you're right, actually, it's like getting paid to go and do tricks, that's that's cool, but the value is in actually what happens as a result of those tricks and, and how you actually coordinate that moment. But I actually think it goes even further than that. And I think that rather than just looking at your product or your service or whatever it is that you're doing, I actually think you need to be looking at the client themselves because we always say add more value to the client, but value that doesn't get acted on, is is it really value? Value that isn't appreciated and and actually beneficial to your client? If they don't find it of benefit, is it really value? It might be value to somebody at their, at their gig, but if they see no direct value, then there's no point in you offering that. And the reason I give it in, in this sort of cryptic way, it's quite simple, like, nine times out of ten when we talk to performers they have no idea who they're selling to in the it's like, oh i do weddings that that's that, that's as far as we get we don't know our target client we don't know who we're trying to serve and when we know who to serve and this is my suggestion to go and do work on finding that ideal client as quick as you can in fact i think we actually covered this in an earlier episode of the podcast when we did a string about networking so if you want to jump back to episodes uh, 40 41 42 you'll actually be able to learn a complete system to getting gigs and leads organically through networking but the point we're making here is actually that value is only relevant if they actually want it. Like saying that I can do, a, oh, I could do a bonus state. You book me for a, a, an hour's close-up magic or you book me for an hour's of close-up performing. Well, I can add in an extra 35-minute stage show. It's usually £4,000, but I'll give it to you today for free. Some people might want that and that might be extra value, but a lot of people might not want that. And if they don't want that, there's no point trying to give it to them. And the case I'm really making here is that you should ask questions before you go ahead and suggest like, oh yeah, if you book me now, I can have you this, 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 and this. You get all of this for free. Instead, focus on asking them, what do they want? And then give that to them. Even better yet, genuinely read their minds for real. I know, as mentalists, reading minds for real, that's crazy kind of stuff. But genuinely, if you know who you're serving as powerfully as you possibly can, you can preempt what it is that they're after. Traditional in the world of weddings, like we've experienced this, the, the both of us, clients, sometimes they're still having a hard time trying to choose other suppliers and find out which which is going to be the best flower arranger. Insert word here which is going to be the best flower arranger or the best sort of um, the bridal cars. Which one's going to be the best? Well, if you know these suppliers, you can actually give values. Oh, I, I could recommend these people. And you're starting to be more useful in ways outside of the tricks. And I realise I've said a lot there and, and taken it in a completely different direction. But I think it's important that when you're considering how to be more valuable and actually increase your fee, you need to be more valuable to the client in more ways than just being able to do some tricks. Yeah. And you've said one thing there, which I know so many magicians are guilty of. And when I was younger, um, <laughs> I mean, some people listen to the podcast are like, shut up, you're still young <laughs> for, for me when I was younger. Um, going back a few years now, uh, I remember when I was speaking on the phones to clients and they'd phone up and... I would just tell them my services, maybe outline some of this value, as we said here, and then dish out more value, blah, 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 blah. 
and then close. But they never actually asked about them, the event, who they are, and actually go a bit further and fact find. This is one of the things that magicians fail to do. They're, they're so wrapped up in like, I do this, I do this, I do this. But imagine it from the client's perspective or potential client's perspective at this stage. They phone up. And it's just all, me, 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 me. I'm the amazing magician. Me, 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 me. Here's all the amazing packages. And they go, oh, he's not actually interested about my wedding then. He just wants to flog me a show. You know, asking questions goes so far. And it goes beyond this. Like, yeah, 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 you're more useful. You can find extra value to add. You can do all of this other stuff. But you're actually showing that you give a damn. And sorry to take this off another tangent on this podcast, but it's shown that you actually give a damn and care about the people that you're engaging with, talking with, because that that goes further and it kind of links into what we were speaking about on the last uh, Just the Tip midweek episode about trust and and branding, and it it all combinates and and builds from there. Well, it's something else that uh, I want to paint this in terms of, like, how I actually do this, and and you're right, it's asking questions and finding out more. I I recently had an inquiry through, actually, about... um, This was just before COVID, one of the last inquiries I got before the world went crazy... But it was actually, uh, there was doing like a charity um, sort of a black tie dinner to, to raise money for a specific charity. And they wanted different acts performing. Uh, doing uh, Like I was asked to actually do some close up, but I realized very early on that it's going to be a stage evening. And I said, I know what you need. You, you don't really know about events. You've just told me because I've asked questions. You're not huge in terms of running events and stuff. You just want to do it because of good moral like, compass and you really want to support because it really resonates. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is great. Who's hosting your uh, who's hosting your your stage stuff? And and she kind of froze and uh, I'm not too sure. And it was at that moment that I knew that I could be of tangible value and say, well, I've had a, a lot of experience actually doing this uh, in uh, like in other worlds in outside of magic, but also in magic. So I'm I'm quite comfortable on the stage. Would it be helpful if I actually? filled in the blanks and, and did that to make sure that it doesn't have this awkward tension and just just keep the pace up through the whole leap. Would, would that be a value to you? Yes, I've identified her pain point in that specific situation and delivered it. And as a result, what I did is I said, right, here's the deal. I would love to come and do the close-up. I think you've kept, you've come to me with that idea. Let's make it happen. But we've also established something else. Now, what I'd love to do is I'd love to block out the entire evening just, just for you. I don't want to be rushing around here, there and everywhere. We're working to time. I just want to be relaxed, just like you. We should both be relaxed and enjoy the evening. So I tell you what, I'll block off the entire evening and I'll work with you to make sure it's as best as we possibly can. Here's my fee. And in that moment, she was all over it, 100% locked down immediately. I'd charged more than I, than I would usually, but because I, she's seen me as a valuable option for her event and added that in. And the, the truth is, all that was going to be was just me saying, oh, yeah, wasn't that great? Yep, yeah, fantastic. Oh, don't forget to buy a bingo card. Anyway, next act. It can be really simple stuff, and it's the simple stuff that goes so much further. So really ask those questions, just like you said, Ashley. Yeah, it really goes so far, and this encompasses so many things. You're adding value, you're stacking up trust, you're going further and you're getting rid of of one of the big questions which I know a lot of magicians have, which is, ah, people always go away and try and find the cheapest option and inquire with loads of other magicians. This this lady in this situation, she's not going to go away. There's going to be no one else that identifies that and can offer her 
what you've offered her and that's why you've solidified that gig in that moment which is absolutely fantastic and you know to wrap up today's little episode i just want to say one thing if you have any questions about this do head over to community.thesuccessfulmentalist.com you can ask us any questions you want to delve in a little bit further ask myself ashley or raiden uh, some questions on the network but really if you do like these midweek episodes and you're getting value from them tangible value which you can actually use then leave a little review below. It'll be lovely, lovely to see your good, honest thoughts on how you're taking these. And if you do like it, then make sure to share it with your friends. Share this knowledge with the world because I'm sure you'll agree that entertainers need this advice more now than ever. So with that said, my name's been Ashley Green. That's Aiden no Sullivan. Don't know why I'm pointing at him because this is a podcast. <laughs> but we will see you very, very soon with another episode of the Successful Mentalist Podcast. Stay tuned. We'll see you soon. Hey, it's Aiden here. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, it would really mean the world to us if you just took a moment to leave a rating and a review on your preferred podcast player. That way it just helps us grow the show and get it into the ears of more listeners across the world in a non-creepy way. Also, when you're ready to roll, here are three ways that we can help you right now. Number one is to join our free Facebook group. It's called the Magician's Business Group and we're creating the most valuable space on the internet for entertainers that are looking to grow and improve their business. We'd love you to join us inside. So to do that, just head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash group and the magic of the internet will take you straight there or just pull open Facebook and search for the Magician's Business Group. Number two is to take our new quiz. It'll help you find the biggest opportunity in your entertainment business right now. And in just a few quick questions, you'll be presented with a seven minute breakdown of your biggest opportunity and how you can actually go about tackling that to help increase your entertainment business and boost it completely. In order to take the quiz, just head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash quiz. That's thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash quiz. And we'll be able to get you your results. Number three, momentum. If you'd like to make an extra two grand a month in magic without paying a penny for advertising, we'd love to help you. Our latest coaching program, Momentum, is designed to get you booking gigs every single week for at least £500 so that you can be growing your entertainment business without having to worry about websites or business cards or advertising or any of that kind of stuff. To find out more, just head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash momentum. That's thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash momentum, and we'll send you all of the details.